You are listening to Western Iowa's information leader, KCIM. I'm Nathan Cones here with your noon news for Monday, February 6th, 2023. Carroll County voters head to the polls tomorrow for a special election to determine who will fill the District 5 vacancy on the Carroll County Board of Supervisors. Only two names will appear on the ballot, Republican Cindy Scatterico and Democrat Tim Tracy, both of Carroll. Candidates are required to live within their respective districts, and in District 5's case, that is the northeastern quarter of the city of Carroll. However, eligible voters from the entire county can participate in tomorrow's election. Polls open at 7 a.m. at 11 sites and will accept ballots until 8 p.m. Tuesday. The winning candidate will complete the term previously held by former District 5 Supervisor Rich Ruggles, who resigned in December. That term expires December 31st of 2024. A complete list of polling locations is included with this story on our website. The Carroll County Board of Supervisors is considering updates to the ordinance that regulates temporary food and merchandise booths as the county prepares for Rag Bride to pass through later this summer. The ordinance specifically applies to vendors intending to operate within the county when an estimated 20,000 riders travel to Carroll on July 24th and depart for Ames the following morning. Supervisors Scott Johnson and Gene Miners note these regulations would apply to areas outside of local city limits. This affects Mount Carmel, Maple River, and Roselle only. Would that be correct, Gene? Yeah, it would also include out in rural areas. I think this was set up basically so that the people that would set up any stands out in rural areas would be licensed. The last time the ordinance was updated was in 2018 when Ragbri passed through the county. This year will be different with Carroll serving as an overnight stop on the route. The existing language requires vendors to apply for a permit through the county and provide proof of adequate insurance and necessary licenses and permits. The board agreed the existing ordinance seems sufficient, but the dates contained within would need to be updated to include July 24th and 25th to account for riders leaving in the morning. Neil Bach, who served as a supervisor in 2018, urged the board to protect the county from potential lawsuits later on. Well, I know that a neighboring county is the wrong end of some litigation when rag drive went through. Although I do welcome rag drive to Carroll County, I want to make sure that our county attorney feels we're well protected against any litigation should anything happen. Specifically, Bach is referring to county road conditions. The ordinance being discussed deals solely with vendors, but the board assured Bach liability is an issue they are tracking closely. The full Ragbri route is not expected to be released for nearly two months, but Johnson says the county is directly involved in the planning process beginning tomorrow. There's some type of organizational meeting with Ragbri and the county. I just know if the ambulance is attending. I do not know. I think secondary roads and sheriffs should attend. I don't, I don't think that they're going to know that route there neither yet. Yeah. Just my understanding what Rag Ride does, they come out and they ride these different routes, see what is After the, best. the frost is out of the ground. Due to the large number of unknowns, the supervisors opted to delay any action on updating Rag related ordinances until later in the planning process. And authorities in Greene County have requested assistance from the Iowa Division of Criminal Investigation to lead an inquiry into a possible gunshot wound in Grand Junction over the weekend. According to a press release from the Greene County Sheriff's Office, dispatchers received a call at approximately 9.52 p.m. on Saturday, February 4th, from the 100 block of Main Street of a report that the caller fell and hit their head against a door. But when Greene County Emergency Medical Services arrived on the scene, they determined the injury was a possible gunshot wound. 
Authorities say it appears to be an isolated incident and there's no threat to the public. An investigation is ongoing. And we are going to step away for just a moment, folks. We'll be right back. More news is on the way right after this on KCIM. Janine's Hallmark has a great selection of cards and gifts for Valentine's Day, no matter who you're shopping for. Plush animals for kids, willow tree collectibles for your sweetheart, and candles for a best friend. And get in early for the best selection of Valentine's cards. Janine's Hallmark in the Westgate Mall, Carroll. There's never been a better time to pursue a career in ag. And now is the time to apply for scholarships from New Cooperative. We are offering eight $2,000 scholarships to full-time two-year or four-year students pursuing degrees in agriculture. We are also offering the Bob Wallentine Memorial Scholarship, awarding one $4,000 scholarship to a student pursuing an ag business degree. Applicants must be a New Cooperative member or the dependent of a member, and the deadline to apply is March 10th. Go to newcoop.com scholarships for details and to apply today. Welcome back to KCIM's Midday News. I'm Nathan Cones reporting. A Storm Lake man remains in custody following an alleged home invasion and assault in Buena Vista County over the weekend. According to the Storm Lake Police Department, officers were dispatched to a home in the foreigner block of West 4th Street at approximately 11 p.m. Saturday in response to a 911 call. Upon arrival, officers determined a male subject, identified as 31-year-old Stephen Mahadi Ali, forced his way into a residence and assaulted one of the occupants. Witnesses were able to remove Ali from the premises, but a second assault occurred outside before Ali fled the scene in a vehicle. Police located Ali in the area a short time later and took him into custody on charges of second-degree burglary, a Class C felony, and assaults, a simple misdemeanor. He was booked into the Buena Vista County Jail, where he remains in custody on a $10,300 bond. Local students competed this past weekend in Lamar's at the Iowa High School Speech Association Large Group State Contest, and more than a dozen entries earned top marks. Kemper Catholic had six teams qualify for state, and five received a one or excellent rating, including in-group mime, ensemble acting, solo mime, and group improv. Carroll High School sent 11 teams to state, and eight of them collected an excellent rating, including an ensemble, musical theater, group improv, and short film. Groups receiving a one rating are eligible for all state nominations, which are expected to be announced later today. A list of the participating Kemper and Carroll groups and their scores can be found included with this story on our website. Individual speech competitions begin on February 25th at Kemper High School in Carroll. And an Iowa lawmaker is working on a bill that would give the owners or tenants on agricultural properties permission to capture or kill raccoons that are a nuisance. Representative Dean Fisher of Montour says raccoons have become a significant problem. The raccoon population has just expanded dramatically over the past few years. DNR's got some data that indicates 268%. The hunting season for raccoons had been limited from November 5th through the end of January, but in December, the Iowa Conservation Commission uh, approved rulings allowing raccoons to be trapped year-round. Fisher says trapping alone won't fix the overpopulation problem because the market for raccoon pelts has collapsed. And we can't sell them to China and Russia anymore very easily. I mean, it's, that market has kind of gone away because of all the global issues. Um, uh, so nobody's hunting them, and they're just an absolute nuisance to, to farmers and landowners out in the, the country. Under current law, Iowans may only kill a raccoon that's a direct threat to humans or livestock. Otherwise, Iowans must contact a licensed wildlife control business to trap raccoons that are a nuisance. Fisher says that's just not workable. 
And you cannot follow the DNR rules no matter what they say. And you know, you're not going to call somebody at 10 o'clock on a Sunday night. You're just going to go shoot the sucker. I mean, you know, there's just practical realities here. Fisher, who lives on a farm in Tama County, has some experience with raccoons. A few years ago, Fisher had a sweet corn patch that was attacked by the marauding critters. And the field was entirely stripped by raccoons. And I mean, I got one ear out of a 50 by 100 foot patch. Fisher says he's heard horror stories from farmers who've had raccoons destroy combines or eat all of the feed for cattle and other livestock. Raccoons will eat just about anything and can sometimes weigh up to 50 pounds. Raccoons are found in most every part of the U.S. except for deserts. Raccoon fans say the animals are valuable to the ecosystem and control the populations of wasps, which is beneficial to bees. And the Democratic National Committee voted over the weekend to officially eliminate Iowa from the list of states that will start the party's 2024 presidential campaigns. South Carolina is replacing Iowa as the leadoff state, followed by New Hampshire and Nevada, then Georgia and finally Michigan, a sequence that President Biden recommended in December. The delay in announcing the results of the 2020 Iowa caucuses due to a faulty smartphone app intensified criticism of the caucuses after decades of being first in the nation. Iowa Democratic Party Chairwoman Rita Hart says the party will move ahead with a new vote-by-mail plan for the 2024 Iowa caucuses. She warns GOP presidential hopefuls will continue traveling to Iowa in the first stop on the trip to the White House and will solidify Republican support here in the state. This weekend, prominent Iowa Republicans began blasting that message via Twitter. Governor Kim Reynolds said President Biden was too afraid to face Iowa voters. The chairman of the Iowa Republican Party said Biden upended the 2024 campaign schedule for Democrats because of his poor showing in the caucuses in 2008 and 2020. And that is going to wrap up your KCIM Noon News for Monday, February 6, 2023. For these stories and many more, check us out online by following us on Facebook and Twitter, on the web at 1380kcim.com, or through the Carol Broadcasting mobile app. I'm Nathan Cones reporting.